Hey everybody, I'm Nick Davis. Welcome to Simply Not Easy, the podcast about simple action steps to improve the journey of your life as I work to improve the journey of my own. Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to Simply Not Easy. Hope you all having a great day out there today. So, today we're doing a bit of a switch up. Usually Tuesdays is Tasty Tuesday, and don't get me wrong, I can talk about food all day long. I love that stuff. Time to chow down as always. In fact, uh, this morning I left home, started out the road trip and everything, and um, my we got like a whole group chat or email chain, whatever, that my dad's got with his brothers and everything, so he was just sending a little message along with everybody. They were updating him on something else, but he said, oh yeah, Nick's... Uh, Nick got up early this morning, having his breakfast, about ready to go, and of course my Uncle Joe replied, he's the one that I, I got a similar appetite to, he says, okay, I'm glad Nick's enjoying his dozen eggs, uh, yada, 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 and no, I don't eat a dozen eggs every morning, um, that would be a bit overwhelming, only doing five, um, but they were damn good, some nice fresh raised, and uh, hey, it was still a very delicious breakfast this morning, but like I said, We ain't talking food today, or at least not directly. Maybe more food for the soul. Today is Timeless Tuesday. So we're doing a throwback, a little switcheroo here. But anyways, for this Timeless Tuesday, it's only fitting. Tonight, New Year's Eve, um, we end not only a year, but to put that stamp on the end of a decade. And ultimately, you know, what really makes one day, one year different from another year that defines into a decade? Not a whole heck of a lot much. You can say the same thing for a century or a millennia, but yet we still hold on to these things. I mean, when the clocks were about to turn, I remember I was real young at the time, but I remember them being this huge significance about it being 1999 and about to turn 2000. And, you know, people didn't know if, oh my gosh, can, can the earth handle that? Can the earth handle you know, the five seconds that it changes from year to year in between, um, is something cataclysmic going to happen? And, you know, they're drawing comparisons between, okay, so it's 2,000 years ago, Christ was born, um, is, you know, he's coming back because it's 2,000 years later, or, you know, and then you have the Mayan calendar, right? You have the whole 2012 thing and the whole movie then, too. Um, you know, I was in high school then, and so, absolute, I was, yeah, late high school. And so, yeah. I get it, that makes a lot of sense. You know, the Mayans, they had their different, their 13 epochs, their major eras of the world. And honestly, what it ended up most likely being, again, we never know for sure, who knows, we could be in the 14th epoch right now. Um, Whatever the heck that's gonna be defined by, maybe these Mayans know something I don't. But more than likely, their calendar wasn't just printing it off of Google online. Their calendar wasn't just, oh, let me go ahead and uh, order this thing on Vistaprint or do all this other stuff. No, their calendar was like, let's etch this baby in some deep memorial stone. And by the way, not everybody could always read that calendar. Not everybody could read the written stone language for them. He was usually the priest in the higher class. So what I'm thinking happened is, hey, we ran out of stone. Uh, we cut this pie in, of a calendar into 13 little sections and it looks pretty neat. I don't want to have to redo the whole thing and add another 14th or 15th or 16th sec- section in there. Um, you know, we're, we're doing pretty good right now. We're doing pretty good. Um, anyways, that's my biased opinion. That's what I think happened. And hey, 
they ran out of room, but guess what? There's more rock on Earth than just that one calendar, so the world kept on turning, kept on spinning for now. But, you know, it's, it's, it's not up to us. It's not up to us to figure out or calculate or find out the time of when the Earth, how much time we've got left, left or whatever. I do think it's our job to try and leave it the best we can for future generations to come. And, you know, I've been blessed to be able to have this life, um, and we all are. But we have to, our, our ancestors ahead of us to thank for that. And let's be real, throwback way back in the day to these cavemen, the survival of our species back when we were cavemen and that crazy stuff, man, especially in some of these climates that we're going through, it is incredible the fact that we even lived. And I think that's a huge testament to all of us right now. Big time. That being said, I'd probably be a bad caveman right now. Um, you know, the fact for me, hunt, hunting on my own and uh, collecting all the berries and fruit and roots and all that kind of stuff that I need to survive. And, you know, while I'm tackling jaguars and stuff like that. I don't know. I got a feeling I'd actually do a little bit kind of kind of mediocre. I feel like we're all a bit too domesticated these days, at least in terms of uh, if we're going a caveman style living for sure. But you know what? We got to make the best out of it that we can. So anyways, Timeless Tuesday, we're reflecting on this decade past, this year past. I've been going ahead in the future too. You know, New Year's Eve and New Year's is... Um, it's seen as a new beginning and a, and a restart. And so for myself, it is extremely fitting that I'm, I'm driving out to California today. Certainly not all of California. Um, or in terms of certainly not doing the entire drive. We're splitting up into four days out here and seeing some good friends along the way. But man, it's time for a new beginning, that's for sure. That's for damn sure. And uh, it's gonna be exciting. And you know, a lot of times people, people are, uh, running towards something or running away from something and I feel very blessed that I can say that I'm definitely running towards something now it's not that I need to get out of an area it's like you know what I need to get out of my comfort zone a little bit I need to chase after something big and that's exactly what we're doing getting out there brand new territory chasing after big stuff out in that crazy city of LA man I never thought this time would be coming but hey it's good stuff out here real good stuff so, before I get all going about 2019, what a heck of a year it was, New Year's resolutions, that kind of stuff, I did talk yesterday in my good old rotator cuff episode about Super Spinatus, or uh, Super Spinatus, if uh, something more the European style will, about the Star Wars movie. I did go see the Star Wars movie with my brothers. It was an awesome time, really enjoyed it. I promise you all I would not give any kind of spoilers, so I won't, even though I'm tempted to. Um, I will just say, I overall I enjoyed the movie a ton for it being the ninth movie in that uh, saga. I do think that uh, they made it they made it cheesy, which I think two things. One is because Disney took over. Let's be real. Other than two, I think that it needed to be a little bit extra cheesy, um, considering it was the ninth movie and kind of in their words right now going to be the final movie they'll have more movies of the Star Wars universe and Star Wars galaxy um, but for in their words currently that being the last movie right now in that saga for the three part the three trilogies although honestly 
I think that, you know, they're not going to be able to help themselves in the future. And I think probably, my guess is about four years from now, they'll either have word out or be releasing another movie, movie number 10, or a movie somewhere in the saga. I don't think they're going to be able to get their hands off of uh, touching that story and continuing the chronicle onward. Uh, I think it's going to be uh, an ongoing an ongoing battle, but hey, that's just uh, my humble prediction for the future, and no, I'm not the Mayan, so I'm not predicting 2,000 years out ahead so far, but I think they're going to keep juicing this thing, and hey, I'm a big fan of George Lucas, I'm a big fan of all he's done creating this Star Wars universe, and um, really all the creative power it does have. I will say, again, this is not a spoiler alert, there is one part near the end of the movie, in the last 15 minutes, I am not a fan of, big time not a fan of. Uh, if you've seen the movie, you can probably guess what it is, but if you haven't, I'm going to hold my tongue and not give it away. But anyways, overall, great movie. They had a lot of cool little Easter eggs, a lot of uh, scenes from that movie that both you're going to enjoy this movie a lot, even if you've never seen other Star Wars movies before, but if you've seen all the other Star Wars movies, um, it brings a lot of things together and ties a lot of things together. It's really enjoyable. So... I had a blast without my brothers. Anyways, enough about me and lightsabers and all this other fun stuff, right? So, Timeless Tuesday, the end to 2019, the end to this decade. Moving on to the next part here, continuing in our century. Reflecting back on this year, I mean, it, Wow. I mean, I think about my time. It's crazy, right? I mean, it's crazy from last year till now. Um, I mean, last year, this time last year, I was getting ready to head out to California. And what am I doing right now? Getting my ass out to California. So this time last year, I was about a week away from moving out to uh, Palo Alto, California to work for the VA out there, the Veterans Administration with the physical therapy. And it was a ride of a lifetime. I freaking loved it. Two crazy months along there. Um, learned a ton, met a, a lot of amazing people, but most of all, instilled a huge confidence in myself to go a place where I knew no one. Without a car, just fly out there, plop down. I make it a true home and amazing experience for myself. So I loved it. I loved it. And, you know, that gives me a lot of faith and a lot of confidence going forward for this trip out here to Southern California this time. But then after that, I went back to school and was probably one of the busiest two months um, that I've been a part of in school. Absolutely crazy. You know, a lot of work and everything. Um, my crazy head decided to take three continued education courses in that two months time period. So uh, that shows you how much of a little bit of a knucklehead I can be sometimes. And again, part of the benefit of why I push so hard with those things is, you know, through NIOMP, North American Institute of Orthopedic Manual Therapy, they did offer them 50% off for students. There's a huge benefit I want to take advantage of. Plus, I, I really did want to do all these courses early um, so that I can increase my foundational knowledge so that my foundation I start out at is that much of a higher um, a higher level for me for what I want to get at. So I love that stuff. 
So it was absolutely well worth the investment along the way. I can guarantee that. Then I graduate, right? Celebrate, freaking awesome time, loving it, hanging out with my friends, um, PT crew. I did that uh, mile of burpees again. So when I graduated my senior year of high school, I did a mile of burpees because the wrestling coach did it and because, well, more importantly for a reason, I told myself I was gonna do it. Um, so I did that, I was exhausted, it was tiring. It was a uh, sun, this is senior year of high school, it was a Sunday. Um, and, you know, it was in the afternoon and, you know, it took me like uh, three and a half hours or so. I was exhausted. But, you know, it was a nice, kind of sunny day, 60 degrees. Everybody was outside having a good time, whatever. And just, you know, it's Nick doing burpees. All right. Then we get to this time I do it, six years later. Well, this time is a little bit different. This time it's a Friday morning. And it's a Friday morning because my last final was a Thursday. That last final with everybody in my PT program, we're all in the same room celebrating. And I mean, every time that somebody walked out of that room, woo, man, we were happy. So we just had the whole gym only to ourselves. In the past years, uh, they had some other um, people scheduled in there, but they learned pretty damn quick. You don't schedule other final exams at the same time. The last year, six year PT students had their final exam ever in their academic career. Yeah, you don't want to mess with that. So, I mean, we were like right before the exam, we were all dressed up Hawaiian theme. We had like um, beach balls going around, hitting them up in the air. And it was wild, man. It was wild. So then we go up to the football stadium, have some drinks up there, celebrate, blast some music, go down to the college fountains. Uh, we, get, we get the blessing to continue by the dean of our school. And man, it was... Uh, the celebration the last time I saw a large part of this crew but I knew we were celebrating them and I was enjoying it I was loving it I was living it but I knew in my mind that hey we can't celebrate fully yet but trust me let me have fun let me have a good time but I had planned out for a couple months that day that Friday morning was going to be that Murph again and I uh, sorry, not Murph. I'm used to Murph being another one of those workout, like big checkpoint workouts for myself, doing the mile of burpees. And now, mind you, during that time, I ain't done many burpees recently. So that one took me five hours. It took me five hours to do a mile of burpees. And again, I was exhausted. This was at five in the morning. Um, I started. I had somebody. I mean, it was 5:30 by that point. Excuse me if I don't have the details remember perfectly. I think it was 5.30. Anyways, I get somebody to let me into the football stadium. And I get in there. It is pouring rain. It started pouring rain early that morning, like 2 a.m. I mean, it's like freaking drenching down. Like, thank God it had no thunder or lightning. But I mean, it was absolutely pouring the whole time. There are worms out on the turf. There are worms out on the track that I was going around. I'm like, you know what? This is a freaking test. This is a damn test. They're testing to see if I should do this or not. And of course I didn't want it. <laughs> damn. Of course, there was so much where I was like, you know, I could be comfortable. I intentionally never told a soul about this before doing it. Because I didn't want my motivation at the time to be, oh, I told somebody so I have to do it. And again, I've used that for other things. I think it's a good strategy, a good tool. But I intentionally want to be a, this be just about me and not somebody else to think, oh, I think so cool. He's doing this stuff. Hell no. So, 
it was uh, because I could rationalize and nobody else would ever know. It was pretty easy and pretty tempting to not continue. But I did do the right thing. I continued. I got through it. And uh, I remember this, there's this old man walking around who had, like, retired from there years ago from facilities. And, like, he was out there about, like, 8 in the morning, whatever, just, like, collecting, like, a ton of fat worms for fishing and everything. And there were some trucks driving by every once in a while getting football gear ready up and everything. But, <laughs> man, that was an exhausting five hours there. But I did it. And that's when I really celebrated for myself. I enjoyed it with my classmates the night before, but I enjoyed it so much more that next day, walking out of there. Man, I felt good to be alive. So then again, man, the next week after that, you know, I have a little bit of time off and everything gets settled up. Um, I can't make it down to graduation in time because I've gotta be in Texas the day, two days after graduation to start my clinical. So I go to the awards ceremony. I can't even go to the graduate pudding ceremony. I go to the awards ceremony two days before that. And it's an awesome time. You know, my parents come out and everything. Um, got some awards with some of the other uh, higher level members of my class. So awesome kind of being honored with them and everything, both for physical therapy, but then our whole uh, health science human performance school too. Great time with that. Had a bunch of people from campus come through for that. And awesome kind of just be an example for the young, younger generation of PTs coming up that I've helped mentor throughout the time and that I've continued to stay in touch with and help out. So awesome there. Then I bolted my ass down to Texas. And that was another learning experience that, man, I took full advantage of and it just felt so good to get down there knowing nobody. Starting off just having a thrill of the time. And it was a, it was a riot. So. Um, my CI, my mentor down there, he's a chiropractor and a PT. I'm actually going to go see him uh, in a couple days here. I'm going out to uh, just north of Oklahoma City. He's got his uh, sister and his brother-in-law out there. And then he's coming up from Dallas to meet me there. So I'll hang out with him for a day. And that's going to be a freaking riot again, man. But um, three months down, down in Dallas, down in Texas in the heat of the summer, which I did not think I'd be doing in the heat of the summer. But hey, I did and I survived. It was incredible. Four days a week in the clinic, three days a week in the PT clinic, one day a week in the chiropractic clinic, the other two to three days a week sometimes, depending on uh, the week if I wanted to take a day off or not. I was a personal trainer at Gold's Gym headquarters facility out there. Man, I just met a ton of freaking awesome people, had a blast of a time, was crazy busy all summer long, but learned so much. I wanted the best PT clinics I've ever been at for that clinic specifically loved every moment of it then you know I kind of got so much better at what I do too that's the cool thing it's like I could recognize that I just got so much better but then hey this fall getting back up here uh, I stayed a couple extra weeks finishing up that personal training job just having a blast with the other clinicians who were there uh, you know dueling in racquetball with my old boss and get back up north, just hanging out with friends, chilling by some waterfalls, man, living that, living that good old hippie, upstate New York, Ithaca, New York life, man. Where, uh, where that shirt and bumper sticker does ring, ring true. Not only is Ithaca gorgeous, but Ithaca is 10 square miles surrounded by reality. And man, 
that stuff rings too. So hanging out all day, having fun. Uh, then it was time to start getting studying for the board exams and everything. And honestly, in a kind of sadistic way almost, like, no, no, not, not quite sadistic. It's That's an over overdramatification of it. I kind of liked it. It was a fun lifestyle. It was, you know, it wasn't fun studying for this stuff. And, you know, there was a lot where it's like, we know that, you know, what I'm learning for the sake of letting me pass this exam isn't the most up-to-date or best stuff all the time, but it's pretty darn good. But it's not the thing that I would always choose. Anyway, I had to swallow that pill big time, do it to pass the test. Um, but I was studying for about four and a half hours, four hours on average, four and a half hours every day. Some days more, some days less. And the rest of the time, I was kicking it back with friends, playing a ton of pickup sports all day. Uh, it was a fun lifestyle to be a part of. Got a chance to pass pass my exam. Freaking awesome, huge relief. See a few more of my PT friends out that way after now that we're all official doctors and everything. Uh, head out to the Adirondacks, have an awesome freaking hiking time up there. Uh, love that trip. Then from there, got the pacemaker surgery, man. Gotta have the battery replaced. Gotta have Energizer Bunny. Nick Davis, Energizer Bunny. Come back, 2.0, upgraded, ready to go to have a uh, shocking start to my new season. So as we talk about the decade kind of coming in close, I've had this pacemaker here since 2010, the first one, and I got it replaced now in 2019. So, uh, yeah, that's a decade of reflection right there, my friends, and a decade of growth, and a, a, a decade of some uh, shocking stories, we'll say, with that pacemaker, Zeb Zeb. So, man, it's been a wild, wild ride. So I had time to heal up from the pacemaker. Uh, go on my New England tour. I've been talking to people about just the chances. Uh, see the grandparents, especially everybody out in New Hampshire, all the family. But then hit up Maine, hit up, you know, Rhode Island, Connecticut, um, all up and down the coast. Just have a, have a freaking great time. See some old buds in Pennsylvania. Um, man been a giant trip then here we are one year later the year of 2019 is encapsulated by beautiful bookends of the coast of California baby north and south so while the bookends of my 2019 are north are northern California southern California the meat and sandwich of it is all over the country man east coast and down in Texas and it's uh it's been a wild wild ride this entire time and to even wow to even think about the decade too if that's one year and all the growth and all the experience imagine that decade as I as I talked about 2010 I got that you know first pacemaker and I was a knucklehead back then that was the that was a year I was sent to Hyde school the boarding school that I went back to visit it and I knew at the time, like, I did not want to go. I was a crap, I was a craphead kid. I was not a good kid whatsoever. I got sent there, I didn't want to go. I I remember the moment when I found out, like, boom, it's definite. I remember this quiet, calm voice in my mind. Just giving me the assurance, saying that this is, Nick, this is where you belong. And it wasn't in words, it was just a strong, strong feeling. It wasn't me, because I, I, I pushed that feeling away real fast. I screamed, I was like, I was pissed off. I did not want to hear that. And that was God talking to me. And in my life, God talks to me, he points a finger. 
and he gives me an indication. It's like a little nod. It's, it's like, this is where you belong. Not in a punishing way, not in a putting down way, but in a way of saying, you are meant to go here now. This is what I have planned for you. And so I've become better over this last decade, far better at listening to him along the way. So, we've done a hell of a lot of reflecting. And I, uh, I appreciate y'all tuning in to hear this. But let's talk about these resolutions, right? So what makes, what makes December 31st, 2019 any different than January 1st, 2020? What makes December 26, 2019 any different than February 2nd, 2020? What makes these days different from each other? I'll give you guys a clue, nothing, nothing. What do they all got? 24 hours. What do they all got? A heartbeat. A pulse. A mission. How about this word? An ikigai. A reason for being. A life's purpose. That's what they got. That's what you got. So why is it that we wait till New Year's every year to make a habit out of, huh, let me, uh, let me give myself a loose goal. Let me say, you know, what would be kind of nice? We, we, we stop writing. We stop... Let me rephrase that. We don't make New Year's resolutions. Very, very few of us do not make resolutions. We make a shopping list. A Christmas list, right? It's, you know, just after Christmas, we're used to that. Oh, what would be nice to have this year? Let me get a new tool set. Let me uh, get some shelf or something. Let me get a new basketball. You know, whatever you think a new gaming system whatever it's like oh that'd be nice to have you know write it down so mom and dad can think you know I might choose one thing for them or something that's not a new year's resolution man and many of us so many of us have even stopped doing that because why we're we fail more resolutions more new year's resolutions than we've even made we might have failed all of them maybe maybe some of us had it last for a month two months or maybe we do have some of you out there who are listening that have said, no, I've actually stayed with this and I've had immense success with that. And thank you. Thank you for that. Now I'll be a hard ass again and say, if you have done that, what's stopping you the other 364 days of the year? Why only one day of the year? Why only one day of the year would you take massive action to commit to yourself? Why? If you've done it before, we all know you can do it again. The first time you do it is the toughest. So, as we go in from 2019 to 2020, we talk about these New Year's resolutions. A resolution is to resolve, it is to have resolve. And resolve does not exist without action. Resolve means when you see something with adversity, when you see an obstacle in your way, what do you say? What do you do? Tell that obstacle to buck off. You don't see it for an obstacle. You don't see a wall for an impenetrable wall. You see the wall for what it's made of. You see the wall for some bricks, some stones, some cement, whatever. And you get out your freaking TNT and you blow, you blow that wall down to smithereens. You do whatever strategy you selectively need to 
to turn those obstacles into opportunities of growth and creativity and management for yourself to make yourself a better person to overcome those and this now you can approach those other walls with confidence and say hey I took care of your buddy over there and he looked kind of scary y'all aren't that bad and even if y'all are a little bad guess what I did that one back there I got you I got you so let's be careful over our words if you're gonna write down a, a New Year's wish list, uh, oh, it'd be nice to do this, nice to do that, whatever. Go right ahead. And I have an idea of what kind of emotional attachment you're gonna have with that. Enough to get excited about it, but not enough to actually care to be upset when it doesn't happen. Not enough to be truly invested to actually do something about it in the future. Because some people say that, you know, you shouldn't get too mad about something like, oh, if it's good, you tried for it, you know, you shoot for the stars, you hit the moon, you should be really happy and overjoyed. Yeah, you should be happy you hit the moon. But there should also be a part of you that is just a little bit disappointed that you didn't hit those stars. There should be part of you that is deeply emotionally invested enough to have those feelings. I truly believe that. And I truly believe that you should too. So, as we go from 2019 to 2020, if y'all dare to make some resolutions, have some resolve in your heart. And so for me, with these bookend experiences of the year 2019, being sandwiched in by all that California and its impeccable beauty, has to offer me, has to offer the world. What am I doing? What am I doing for my New Year's resolution? Because I do have resolve. I truly do. And I will for this. My resolution for this new year is to make this orthopedic residency in California, my new home in California, and to continue to live out my ikigai, find my purpose, and strive to live that, to give it my all. That all these opportunities I have around me, that I don't confuse them for the end mission. These opportunities are good. They are about building me into the man I need to become to continue to have that and strive after that. But they are not the end goal of themselves. It's about who I become along the way in the process. And so my resolution that I will hold on to this with resolve through not just potential adversity, adversity that I know will come. There's adversity that I expect, there's adversity that I won't expect, but both are gonna happen. That I have commitment through this, in this new year, to continue to live my life with passion, with purpose, and to hold and resolve all that this opportunity has for me going forward. Now let me ask you, what in your life is worth having a little bit more resolve? All right, y'all. Time to dig deep. Time to celebrate. Time to celebrate who you are and who you're going to become. Simply not easy.